Oh my gosh. And they got it. And they got it in Fitzpatrick. This win was everything 2020 needed and more. They have clinched. We have big things coming in 2021. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. Welcome back to Locker Room Ladies. I'm Charlotte. I'm Maddie. Thank you so much for joining us. Charlotte, I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. <laughs> oh, we had to do it. We had to do it. All right. I get it. Okay. <laughs> it's our 22nd episode. So if you've been around since episode one, you are a real one. And we thank you for that. And if you're new and you're just listening right now for the first time, also you're a real one. And thank you. Yeah. I can't believe we've done 22 of these things. I feel like the last five months haven't actually happened and nothing's real anymore I fully I agree you, yeah you fully know what I mean agree. like time is going way too fast for me to even fathom I can't believe it right like speaking of that it's almost halfway through May today's May 13th everyone so that's wild yeah Ugh. Ugh. I hate the thought of it but with with springtime kind of nearing the midpoint we have a lot going on in sports and a very special locker room lady of the week that we just have to talk about. Nicole Lynn, Maddie, she became the first black female agent to represent a first round draft pick in 2019 when the New York Jets selected her client. And now she's making headlines in another way. Because she just became the president, Madam President of Football Operations for Clutch Sports Group. So we wanted to give her a little recognition on this podcast. Yes. And you know what? This is going to sound like really girly and so stereotypical, but I don't even care. Her outfits <laughs> hit every single time. Never a miss. Never she a miss. She hits every single time. I love her style. I love what she's about. I think that it's so awesome that to be the first female to do anything is always an accomplishment. And she just hits every every box. She checks <laughs> off every box. Also, her bags are just so cute, too. I, th- I, I, I know. I had to Charlotte's say. like, can she you also was- style me? Add to your list of accomplishments. Like, Will you be my personal style? style me. The hair, the whole thing. I'm into it. I love it. I, I'm here for her. She's the best. I can't wait to see what she does next. Uh, well, normally we do an on this day in sports history every week, but this week we are going to do an on this year in sports history because Ooh. it is the 25th anniversary of the WNBA, and we are super hype about that. So check out our social media at Locker Room Ladies Podcast. We have on Instagram and on TikTok, we've been posting some content to celebrate 25 years of the WNBA and badass women playing basketball. Yes, and tomorrow you can catch the first game of the 25th season. The Connecticut Sun are going to be playing in Atlanta. They're going to play the Atlanta Dream, so definitely not one you will want to miss. It is the first of the 25th. We love firsts here, so... I will definitely be tuning in tomorrow evening. Yes. And in other news, the NFL just dropped its latest mixtape. And when I say mixtape, I mean (laughs) schedule. Let's go, baby. 2021 NFL season is on the books. And I could not be more excited if you could tell I'm now yelling. Wow. Uh, (laughs) I'm getting a little louder. Please turn your volume down if you're listening in the car. I'm sorry. 
So yes, we have we have the schedule. We know what's mm-hmm. happening. I am already planning out my vaccinated girl fall, which games I'm gonna Ooh. go to. Uh, Maddie just Maddie Maddie's side effect of her vaccine she got today is won't stop talking about the vaccine that she got today. <laughs> also, her arm sore. <laughs> also, my arm is sore. Uh, whatever. Okay, we're doing great because <laughs> vaccinated girls summer, yes. fall, and football okay. season. And yes, so we have we have the breakdown. We mm-hmm. have the Jaguars unveiling. The Jaguars. Whoa, hang on. I have to stop you right there. Jaguars? (laughs) I don't know how to say it. Okay. We have the Jags. I'm going to change it (laughs) up. I never know how to say that word. I feel like as a child, I've heard it said different ways by different people. Because I grew up in Pittsburgh where the accent is very confusing. So I've heard it a lot of different ways and I never know. You know what? Total fun fact. Total side note. I digress. Please bear with me. I posted, if you follow me on Instagram, I posted a poll a couple weeks or I think it was the night of the draft yeah you did and then I wrote is it Jaguars or Jaguar or what even is the other one I don't know it's Jaguars that's was a resounding yes for Jaguars <laughs> did anyone so, vote for Jaguars some people did and I did think, I just honestly, say Jaguars I don't even know what the second option is anymore but to make a long story long uh, to be safe we're ja- just gonna go with Jags so the Jags, Jags. play the okay. Texans anyway, and it's going to be Trevor Lawrence presumably his debut game, but we do not know who is going to be under center for the Houston Texans yet because there is some drama there still unfolding, mm-hmm. but maybe Davis Mills? I I have no idea. So Trevor Lawrence versus TBD pretty much. Um, mm-hmm. That should be a matchup to watch for once we find out who that is. So also on uh, – the first weekend, the first Sunday football of the year. Well, I guess not the year because the Super Bowl was Sunday, but of, of the yeah, upcoming season. season, we have the Cardinals at Titans at 1 p.m. on CBS. I'm actually very excited for this game because the Cardinals have made some moves on defense in this offseason. And the Titans have already had such a dominant offense. And I feel like that Cardinals offense is pretty strong as well. And the Titans just added my boy Bud Dupree on their defense. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before. I think the Titans are going to be a force this season and they could get very dangerous come playoffs. And I know that that Cardinals team is making moves and trying to be something to mess with in that NFC West. So I think this could be a really exciting game. I agree, but I think a more exciting game, just because of their discrepancies under center in that in the quarterback position too, is going to be that 49ers-Lions game. Never have been a huge advocate for the Lions. However, I'm really interested to see who the 49ers, like what, what goes on there. Is it going to be Trey Lance, their new guy? Is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? I, would, I mean, I would love to see Jimmy Garoppolo again. Because we haven't seen him in a while. I'm going to do you one better and say, I don't even know if it's going to be Jared Goff for Detroit. I'm so not sold. I feel like I'm the only person that's been saying this. I am just not sold at Jared Goff in Detroit. I just don't see it. I can't. My brain can't make it work. (laughs) And we don't know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Would he ever go to Detroit? I don't know. It doesn't seem that way. But like I said, mark my words, it's – May 13th, the quarterback musical chairs are not over yet. 
these are not the final landing spots. Something <laughs> else is going to change. I'm calling it right now. So I don't know. I'm I'm not 100% sold on Jared Goff being their guy. I actually saw Pick 6 Pod posted on Instagram that Jared Goff said that it was a nice vote of confidence that the Lions didn't draft a QB and that the Lions GM actually said that they would have considered a QB if one was graded higher than Panay Sewell at their pick. Mm. And so I think maybe the Lions aren't 100% convinced on Jared Goff either. From so, that, it sounds like Jared Goff isn't even 100% convinced of himself. I, like, yeah, oh, I, I don't know. God, I'm just saying, I don't, I'm not sold with it. I'm just not. <laughs> well, I mean, so. we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on September 12th. We'll also see what happens with the Vikings and the Bengals. The return of the Mac, Joey Burrow. You'll love to see him. He's just about our age, I think. <laughs> right. I think he might be younger than us. <laughs> Which is on, also time isn't real. This is, again, my <laughs> argument. Time doesn't exist. I don't believe it. Please prove me wrong. Anyway. <laughs> but, I mean, hey, Joey Burrow <laughs> and Jamar Chase. Yes. Back together again. Back at it again. In September in Cincinnati. So we'll see how that goes. And mm-hmm. moving right along, my least favorite city in the world playing one of my favorite cities in the world. <laughs> I don't care what anyone has to say. I will never stand Boston, but I love Miami and I love the Dolphins these days. I am so excited to see, first of all, Mac Jones and Tua. Mac Jones against Tua, Mac Jones against, I guess Devontae Smith didn't go, but like I feel like he did in my heart. I feel like he went to the Dolphins because I believed it for so long <laughs> to happen. And I guess it's not. And I've just proved myself to be just so wrong. But Jalen Waddle. Waddle. Yes. Yes. It should be very interesting to see that little Bama reunion at, in Fox. Well, yeah. I mean, and we're having, we're going to have Mac Jones against Tua, which is potentially. Exactly. I mean, it could be Cam Newton. It could be. You guys, please bear with us. Maddie, again, got vaccinated. Actually vaccinated. And she is a little, little silly right now. A little foggy, little. I don't know if I'm getting enough oxygen to my brain right now under this blanket that I'm sitting under to record this. If only you guys could see. Maybe one day. Okay, moving (laughs) on. The Broncos and the Giants. Danny Jones. Does anyone call him Danny Jones? Because I just did. I'm excited to see what happens. I want to go to this game. By the way, the Giants play in New Jersey. I'm pretty sure that everyone from New Jersey ever reminds you of that whenever you talk about the New York Giants, the New York Jets. But I am really interested in going to that game because it's the first one of the season. But I'm honestly more interested in seeing an Eagles-Giants matchup. There, I said it. Well, because there was some drama Mm -hmm. towards the end of the season. The Giants coach was not very happy with the Eagles coach. Yep. Yep, yep. And – we won't have to wait too long to see the Eagles play football again because they're going to play actually before the Giants on Sunday, the first Sunday of football season. They're playing the Falcons. So another great matchup. You know, it's all it's week one, too. And it's so important in its own right. But it's also it's week one. Like if something bad happens, it might not be detrimental to a team or if something great happens. <clears throat> <clears throat> the beginning of the season for the Steelers last year, 
It might not mean greatness oh, either. Shut up. <laughs> oh my gosh. For the Eagles game, Charlotte, you will get to see Devontae Smith because he is heading to Philly or probably in Philly as we speak. So that'll be exciting. Eating all the cheesecakes. Or cheesecakes. <laughs> Cheese. Cheese steaks. Cheese steaks. He's not. I mean, maybe he's eating cheese cakes. I don't know what he does. <laughs> But, oh, oh. okay, all right. You know what? Let's get out of Philly. I think it's something in the air. Let's go to Seattle. Uh, actually, we're not going to Seattle. <laughs> we're going to Indianapolis. The we're Seahawks are playing Indian- at the Colts. And Russell Wilson, we had some early offseason drama there in Seattle, but it seems like they figured it out. And as they figured it out, it feels like things are starting to unravel in Green Bay, but we'll get to that. But, yeah, we have Carson Wentz in his new home in Indianapolis. So this should be an interesting matchup. I'm excited to watch. Also excited to watch the Monday night game, which is going to be the Ravens and the Raiders. Prime so time, be baby. Prime time. I I think the Ravens are also going to be pretty good this year. I think last season they got off to a little bit of a rocky start, especially compared to their previous season, but they did end up making the playoffs and winning in the wild cards. So, I mean – I think that they definitely are looking to improve. And I'm a little bit nervous as a fan of a team in the AFC North that wears the black and the gold. Mm. Uh, Wait, But I'm an optimistic Steelers fan, so. Who's who's that team again? (laughs) Steelers. Brings it up every day. I never thought I'd hear this much about the Steelers, but being friends with Maddie, it's every every day. day. (laughs) And I'm not mad about it. I love it. Let's keep it going. All right. Go to Washington. Chargers and the Washington football team. Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just cannot wait to actually figure out what to call them besides the WFT, you know? I'm so used to now saying the Washington football team. I I like the WFT. It's just so fun. It rolls off the tongue. Whenever someone begins an abbreviation with W, I immediately think WNBA. Shout out. Let's circle back. Oh, wow. Interesting. I don't know why my head goes there, which is annoying because why is it the WNBA and the NBA is just the NBA, which is a whole discrepancy. But I always automatically go right to – not that anyone asked, (laughs) but (laughs) I always go to WNBA. Anyway, let's go to Washington. Yeah, so we we got Justin Herbert. This could be interesting. I'm really excited to see – this kid play out I mean rookie of the year Mm -hmm. this is going to be exciting I'm excited to watch Justin Herbert grow and mature and hopefully that Chargers team it seems like they're trying to build around him they're trying to protect him they're trying to give him some weapons so I think it's going to be really interesting and in the next five years we could see these Chargers really being a threat Mm -hmm. and you know what I think it's as they should they should be protecting their quarterback because we see time and time again these football teams making poor decisions and putting all their pennies or all their eggs why pennies where is my head putting all their eggs in the wrong baskets and not protecting their quarterback and it comes back to bite you can't neglect the o-line i mean that is just we saw it in this past super bowl the chiefs Mm -hmm. o-line was not as strong as it should have been and the bucks just ran right through it that bucks defense yeah And I mean, Mm -hmm. we've seen it with a lot of teams this past season. I almost feel like a lot of teams are kind of letting that O-line fall in the list of priorities. And you can tell because it it really 
might not be the fanciest group of positions. I mean, we all the flashy wide receivers, the running backs, the quarterbacks that mm-hmm. everyone loves to hear about. The O-line is crucial to having a fighting chance on offense. I mean, if you don't have yeah. a good O-line, if you can't give your quarterback time, if you can't protect your quarterback, if you can't give your running backs and your receivers time to run their routes, mm-hmm. just just forget about it. You're just If you can't also the it's very simple. Like you don't need to be an aficionado to understand that you need points to win a game. <laughs> if your O-line is crap, you're not going to get any points. You're not going to win the game because you can't win the game if you have zero points on the board. And that's layman's terms. I digress. Again, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> All right, we got the Bears at the Rams. That's going to be the Sunday night game. I feel like the NFL loves having the Bears in prime time for some reason. They can, I know there's a league maximum and they can't have more than a certain amount of primetime games, but I just feel like the Bears are prime time every week for some reason. But yeah, Bears at Rams. Is Justin Fields going to start? Is Andy Dalton going to start? Who knows? I hope it's Justin Fields. I think that's Me can be too. That's what I was going to say. Right. I would love to see it. And that Rams defense though. So I don't know if I don't know if they're gonna go with their veteran maybe because the Rams defense is so dominant. It could be intimidating for for a rookie QB. But who knows what they're gonna do out there. Yeah, near. you're right. Honestly, maybe he won't start the first game. But honestly, <laughs> if there's any game to start, it's the first game because it's not it's not really a deciding game. Like, let's play our new guy. Well, and like, let's see how he does. But maybe not against the top-ranked defense for your True. first NFL appearance. True. Moving over to NOLA, we got the Packers at the Saints at 425 on Fox on Sunday, September 12th. And who knows who's going to be quarterback for those Packers? I have no idea. And I also still don't really know what the Saints are doing at quarterback. Like, Yes, Jameis Winston maybe, but I feel like that that he's not the answer. I just don't think he is the answer. I think he just throws too many interceptions. We've seen that. It didn't work out in Tampa Bay for that reason. It didn't work out in a number of other teams for that reason. Jameis Winston, uh, we've heard he's he's one of the hardest workers in the league. I've heard that multiple times, but... I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be the answer for those Saints. I think they, like I said, the quarterback musical chairs still moving around. The music hasn't yeah. stopped yet. Yeah. Well, I think I'm I'm a little bit more interested in this Jets-Panthers matchup because is it going to be – do you guys remember when Beyonce dropped Lemonade and it was like her revenge album? <laughs> like is that what this is going to be like for Sam Darnold? Is this going to be his revenge tour Ooh. this season? Like, I'm interested. Like, is he going to, like, come out and just absolutely dominate and just, like, at home, too? Like, this is, this is going to be in Carolina. Right. Talk about having a chip on your shoulder. Sam Darnold is probably, like, or, or is he going to be, like, nostalgic? Like, oh, they're my old buddies. Like, I literally just played. No, I think, I think chip (laughs) on his shoulder. Did you see the party he threw whenever he got traded to the Panthers? This guy is ready to run over that team that did not care about giving him protection or the weapons he deserved. And they gave him not a fighting chance to succeed there. And he's ready to succeed on his new team and they're and they're looking like they are giving him what he needs to hopefully do that. So I think it's going to be an 
excellent game. And I'm actually kind of bummed that it's a 1 p.m. game. I kind of wish that I would have gotten at least a 425 slot because I mean, there's still the storyline. Yeah, but there's it's a good storyline. You know, there's there's a good there's some buzz. But you know, obviously, obviously, the game I'm the most excited for. We got the Steelers <laughs> at the Bills in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Shout out to our boy Freddie Football. Bills, oh yes. Steelers. Yes. Yeah, this is ah uh, the Bills Mafia is gonna come for me. I am nervous. I'm nervous. Last year the Steelers did not perform well against the Bills. That was on their <laughs> horrendous final stretch of the season where they just pretty much imploded. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I am so optimistic, and I can't wait to see Najee Harris hurdle oh over that Bills Mafia. God. I don't care what happens. I mean, honestly, I am now invested in the Steelers as well because it, I, I've said this before. If they do well, Maddie's happy. We get good content. But if honestly, even if they don't do well, we still get good content. So either way, I'm okay. Steelers but just I have to so, make headlines and Maddie will go off. They, the Steelers just have to breathe. Anyway, I'm really excited to see Najee Harris. I love him. He is the coolest. I think he's my favorite um Mike he's gonna be my favorite rookie oh I love him so excited oh my goodness I am so excited also another game that should be exciting is Browns Chiefs so the last time these teams faced off was in the playoffs it's whenever Patrick Mahomes got his concussion it looked like for a second the Browns were gonna be going to the AFC championship like this it was a wild game Mm -hmm. but should I quote my boy Juju Smith-Schuster Browns is, is the Browns? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, no. They didn't win. Okay, they they're didn't not win the Jets. <laughs> when it comes no, but, to the Jets, you you can say the Jets are the Jets. Well, hey, I hey, mean, the Jets have won a Super Bowl. The Browns have never even been to one. Okay, fair. All right. Listen, I am not convinced that the Jets – or the, the Jets. The Browns are all that terrible team after Oh, no, season. not anymore. Not anymore. I, no. I, was just, I was just playing homage to my boy Juju. <laughs> but um, Browns are the Chiefs. That game – I mean, obviously, as a Steelers fan, I was rooting for the Chiefs because I was Mm -hmm. still a little bit hurt, personally attacked Mm -hmm. by the performance in the playoffs that the Steelers played against the Browns, that the heartbreaking, heartbreaking three hours, earth shattering. I can't even talk about it. Wow. Can't even speak clearly about it. But so anyway, I I mean, this is going to be an interesting matchup because this Chiefs team is off of a Super Bowl loss. So they have a chip on their shoulder. This Browns team has everything to prove. With this Baker Mayfield era, this team is working to be playoff contenders consistently. They have the AFC North, which that division is on the rise. And almost, I hate to say it, but it feels like every team is on the rise except for my favorite (laughs) team. No, I'm going to be optimistic. The Steelers are on the rise. The Steelers are going to the playoffs. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it again until, until it happens. But Browns and Chiefs, that is going to be a fun game to watch. But Mm -hmm. I think the game that everyone's probably going to be watching more than any other is because it's the first game of the season. The reigning Super Bowl champions at home where they won their Super Bowl at the same stadium, they will return to the field against the Cowboys. I have never been more excited for a football game. Because Ooh. I don't love I I don't love okay I hate Boston. <laughs> it's like okay, yes, Charlotte. What does this have to do with anything? Uh, the city of Boston is fine. 
the sports teams in Boston hate it. I just hate it. I also dislike the Cowboys just because I'm a Giants fan by by from birth. So, and I and, and now have this emotional attachment to the Buccaneers because of Bruce Arians and of because Tom Brady l- made his triumphant exodus out of Boston finally after many years. I am so excited to see what they can do again and I can't wait for them to beat Dallas. <laughs> well, I'm I, I mean I I don't have much to add to that I mean I I just feel like this Tampa Bay team is going to be very hard to beat because they're scary. the way they played in that Super Bowl they've signed back every one of their starters like that should terrify you if they're on your schedule if you're an NFL player that would terrify me because that team is dominant and mm-hmm. I am just, they are so much fun to watch, Charlotte. I cannot wait to go to a game. Ooh, I'm coming down. We're oh, going. yeah. Oh, yeah. You're coming go. down. We'll pick a good, oh, wanna do, you want to do Halloween in New Orleans with me? Let's let's plan a little, uh, a little yes. Buccaneers Halloween wanted, game in New Orleans trip. What? I have wanted to go to New Orleans. If you're from New I've Orleans. I've never been to New Orleans. You, I've never been and I want to go so bad. My 22nd birthday, I think, was Mardi Gras. And I so desperately wanted to be there, but we, it didn't work out. And then COVID kind of happened. So I'm kind of, I guess it was a blessing in disguise, but I'll be back. New Orleans, <laughs> I really want to eat the crawfish and all the things. I mean, like I said, the Bucks play in New Orleans Halloween weekend. That could be fun. I'm, I was that eyeing that. Like a great time. I was eyeing that when the schedule dropped. So we maybe we'll plan a trip, Char. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But let's get into things that are happening Pretty soon this weekend, uh, NHL playoffs. I'm hyped because as we start this out, the East Division, my number one division champion, Pittsburgh Penguins, are facing off against the number four New York Islanders on Sunday to start off that series. So I am super pumped, but I'm also nervous, uh, as I always get, for my team to play in the postseason. But let's go, Pens. I have a good feeling about this. LGP, I'm feeling it. It's it's, it's a hockey night in Pittsburgh. I actually don't know where the game is on Sunday. I don't know that. <laughs> but but anyway, it's it's always in Pittsburgh, a hockey night in Pittsburgh. Regardless, it'll be <laughs> regardless. So even cold. if the game is not in Pittsburgh, they will be out of outside of PPG Paints Arena streaming it. <laughs> so it'll always be a hockey night in Pittsburgh. But we also have the Caps. The Washington Capitals facing off against the Boston Bruins this weekend. That should we also all know be how I feel already. <laughs> right. That should also be an interesting game to watch. So that's the East. Those are the top four teams. Uh, these those are the teams that have pretty much been holding those top four spots for the past the second half of the season, really. So I think that those mm-hmm. are pretty easy to see. And then we have the Central Division, which is kind of same thing over there in that Central Division. Those top four teams yeah. have been the top four for for the past couple of weeks. The pretty pretty long stretch, actually, most of the season. So we have the Carolina Hurricanes versus the number four Nashville Preds, and Charlotte. I already know is excited for the number two, number three matchup in that yes, central division. I love I love the idea of Florida hockey teams being good, first of <laughs> all. Second of all, I love a Florida rivalry. FSU, who? Miami Hurricanes. FSU love that. I also I also just I just love anything. 
Florida is such a silly little state. Like everything's always like an issue. And I'm excited when there's a an organized rivalry. And although this might not be a rivalry, I am proclaiming it to be the the face-off of Florida. Florida Panthers, Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll see. We'll see. Can the reigning champs do it again? Will the Lightning prevail? Who knows? Yes. I'm excited for that matchup too, actually. I, I think that, that this is just it, – it's been an exciting matchup all season. Because the season is so different, I mean, we have the teams only playing within their divisions. It's just – it's interesting. It's exciting. I'm happy about it. Obviously, I'm happy. The Penguins finished first in the East. Why would I not be happy? Leading the league in goals. Again, what's to be sad about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> moving on to the North Division, we have the Maple Leafs are going to face off against the Canadians. Those that that's the one in the four seed, and then we have the number two Oilers versus the Winnipeg Jets at number three. And then the yes, West man. Division actually their season is not over yet, so they have not officially ranked their team. So we don't know who's playing who yet. But the top four spots have been clinched. It's just they could shuffle in between those four. So we have the the Vegas Golden Knights, the Colorado Avalanche, the Minnesota Wild, and the St. Louis Blues. But we don't know the final matchups as of yet. Yeah. And you know what? I want to give a quick shout out to my cousin because he has played hockey since he was a little child. Let's have him on. Kev, this is your formal invitation because I want to talk to him. And I don't know if this is official or not, or if I should be saying it, but I think he's heading in the junior league um, direction. So I'm, I don't know if I should say that, but I don't care. Okay, <laughs> Kev. He's, he's okay, blood. Kev. So, so let's see. Um, I'm interested. I know he's a diehard Devils fan, lives and breathes for the Devils. Although I don't think he really cares that much about them this season. We should have him on. Kev, let's go. Like, let's get on the podcast. I want to talk about it. Kev, we'd love to have you. <laughs> Come but on. speaking of playoffs, we also have the NBA playoffs on the horizon. Yes. Ooh, a little switch and, up for us. Right, right. Let's just get into it because the NBA playoffs made a change this year. And it's controversial for the players. I mean, there have been some outspoken mm-hmm. players. I mean, we have LeBron, who's already spoken out. He's not a huge fan of this change. He's never a huge fan of change. <laughs> But it's interesting. It's interesting. So Hey, neither am I. Neither am I, okay? <laughs> sometimes I don't like change. So basically, but sometimes it's necessary. Sorry. They're implementing a play-in tournament. So the way that the NBA playoffs used to work is that the top 8 seeds in each conference would go to the playoffs. So essentially 16 teams would make the playoffs when the regular season ended. Those just the top 8 on each side. But now only the top 6 seeds are guaranteed a playoff spot. So the top six in each conference will still go to the playoffs, but there's still going to be 16 teams in the playoffs. It's just, we don't know about those bottom two spots in each conference. So top six guaranteed their spot in the playoffs. The seventh and eighth ranked teams will join the ninth and 10th ranked teams in their respective conferences and will have to play in a four team play in tournament. And the winner of those games will determine the final two playoff spots. So basically the seventh seed plays the eighth seed and they have to face off in one game. 
And then whoever wins that game automatically clinches that seventh playoff spot. And then the ninth team plays the 10th place team. And then the loser of that game is automatically out of playoff contention. Mm-hmm. So then the leftovers, essentially, the, leftovers, the loser, like the loser of the seventh and eighth matchup, and then the winner of the ninth and tenth matchup will play each other. And then the winner of that game goes to the playoffs. So there's a chance that maybe a team ranked seventh that would have gone to the playoffs automatically, say last year or the year before, will miss the playoffs if they lose two games in a row here in this play-in tournament. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If you followed along at home, I appreciate you because when this was first explained to me, it was like the meme with the equations, but then it clicked. And honestly, I love it. I feel like this is basketball is heading in the direction of let's make sure that the best team, the best players, the best strategies win. It's like in um, the NCAA tournament. We were just speaking about Well, it's, it's kind of fun because it's like it's a little bit of a mini way. playoffs before yeah. the playoffs. And it, it just does well, give too. me it does give me remnants of the NCAA tournament because, because it's a little bit of a well, tournament in itself. But it, it is controversial because a 10th ranked team could go to the playoffs and a 7th place team could get knocked out. Just maybe they're having a bad two days and they well, happen yeah, to lose I those mean, games. That could happen. But like you said, I think it's exciting. as From a fan perspective, I, I love it. it. But I could see why the players might be annoyed with this change. I get it. But like, okay, this is going to be my hot take on this whole situation. If you are a good athlete, you will accept that's no matter what your profession is, we're all going to have a crappy day. You know what I mean? So you're not going to always work to the best of your abilities play to your best of your abilities every single freaking day like it's we're human beings we're all human beings that said if you are consistently decent as an athlete you will go consistently you will go far so what's the what's the issue if you're right. a good player like you don't need to sit pretty in number one all the time like maybe go down a little bit right and, and if you're seventh like, and you, you believe that you automatically deserve to be in the playoffs over the 10th place team Do better. <laughs> and you have to face off against the 10th place team then beat them because I obviously don't know what it's like to play professional sports I don't understand it fully but I know what it's like to be a human being who has a bad day sometimes and a human being who wants to be the best at what they do so if you want to be the top act like the top but I mean there. but like, technically fine. if you were in the seventh or eighth spot you get two tries Yes. So they already get more tries than the ninth and the 10th place team. The ninth and the 10th place teams have to win twice to get yeah. into the playoffs. So it's it just basically gives an extra chance to the ninth place and the 10th place team. The seventh and the eighth team already have a leg up in this play in tournament. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's really, it's, it's, I don't want to hear the complaints. I'm excited as a fan because yeah, it's more basketball and it's it's fun exactly. and it's exciting. And I mean, as a fan, I'm going to be rooting for the upsets because I don't I don't have an NBA team that I root for because uh, how many times in an episode can I say that I'm from Pittsburgh? Uh, there's Pittsburgh <laughs> doesn't have an NBA team, so I don't have a formal team that I'm a fan of for the NBA. I just watch the games. 
So I'm probably going to be rooting for the upsets just because I think it's fun. But, I mean, it's exciting. I, I think it's an interesting change. And, I mean, if if everyone hates it, then I'm sure they'll change it back in, in coming years. But, I mean, I think it's a good thing to try out. I mean, from a business standpoint, as if I'm like a business professional, <laughs> but from a business standpoint, no, I feel like this is an opportunity to get more games out, to have more people watch. And that's really all it is at the end of the day from from their standpoint I'm sure that they just want to bring in the money especially the NBA like I feel like they and maybe we should talk to Adam White about this our our point business sports business person because I always just thought that the NBA is wants as much money as they can get but like so does the MLB whatever maybe I'm just a bigger fan of the MLB so does every so does every so does literally everything in life ever but I feel like sometimes it just is a little too obvious that they're in it for the moment. I think the every <laughs> okay, okay, every every major says this says this, but also is a Yankee fan. Okay, every I get it. major sports league, it's a business. They want money. It the is. NFL just had a live television special releasing their schedule. <laughs> like, let's be real. This is a business. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah, but I don't know. Releasing their schedule. When I heard they were going to unveil the schedule on television, I was like, this is the epitome of that meme where it's like, this could have been an email. Like the meetings that yes. this could have been an email. Like I was like, what? Yes. Why does that need to be a televised event? Why can't they just post it online? Maddie, we sound like we need to have Adam White back on because <laughs> I have more questions just from this oh like ten, past 10 seconds. But okay, to be fair, these teams, a lot of them did lose money, obviously, during COVID because games True. got canceled, is, fans, they weren't making argument. the ticket revenue. So yes, they're still making millions and billions of dollars that I will never even see in my lifetime. But hey, I mean, not with that when, attitude. You're used, when you're used to making a certain threshold of money and then that goes down... Right. I mean, you're not spending less every year. So, I mean, I, I can right. see that they, they're just doing what they can to make up for it, it seems like. But, uh, I mean, like, as a fan, I was bummed that the NFL's cap space was going down. But the NFL didn't make as much right. money. So, they it's had true. to. But it's it been – you've seen teams just jumping through hoops trying to figure out how they're going to fit their players into this, this cap number. So, I think it's yeah. definitely – it makes sense from a business perspective, but – as a fan, sometimes it's like, do we need this to be a televised <laughs> event? Like, apparently, there's a market for it. Somebody watched that. Somebody watched that, that NFL right. schedule thing, right? But you know what? Honestly, I'm just giving them a hard time. I completely understand. All right, all right, Charlotte. Let's just let's just go to the MLB here because okay, let's let's, it's, let's it's take like, a relaxing trip to the ballpark. So this sport is kind of in a different point because we just talked about the schedule release. We're talking about playoffs. We're talking about the start of the WNBA. But the MLB yep. is just like full steam ahead, full-blown midseason right now. So yeah, and there's a lot to discuss. I have a lot of opinions when it comes to baseball. But I just want to point out that although the Red Sox are leading – the AL East, they do have one thing in common with the Yankees as of right now, and that is 16 losses. So let's give it a beat. Charlotte, let's- Charlotte, wait, I'm what? sorry. Okay, Charlotte and I, I'm sorry. Okay, so Charlotte and I, to stay on track, because as you can tell, we get off track very easily. <laughs> oh, we no. have a short outline that we write in bullet points just to kind of keep us, you know, on pace. Well, okay, we get like sidetracked if, if, already enough. Yeah. So if we didn't have the outline, it would just be a mess. And If something pops into our brains middle of the day, we'll pop it in the thing. And right. Like, oh, yeah, but but if we didn't have this structure, Charlotte and I would just go 
off the wall. It would be outrageous yes. and no one would listen to our show because we don't even understand what we're saying half the time. But <laughs> the the sentence that Charlotte wrote underneath the It the was socks, a stream of consciousness. The, the AL East. Can I say it? Sure. <laughs> Charlotte Explicits. Right. Charlotte. Jeez, this is just – I'm sorry. To preface you guys, I do speak another language. This one's French. <laughs> Charlotte writes and I quote – the Yankees are fucking coming for them. Fuck you, Boston. End quote. <laughs> also, I, why don't we just, you know what, if we're just going to like air all of my dirty laundry to the world, um, let's read the following <laughs> bullet point because I just write little notes. Like I know what I want to say and I have things <laughs> that I want to say. But the next bullet point, Maddie, I'll let you do the honors. Glaber has the cocoa in quotation marks. And then the next bullet point under that says... Garrett Cole is sexy as ever. And I mean that in a, a way of his performance. Athletically, <laughs> having nothing to do with his physical appearance. Okay, hop off Garrett Cole for my former pirate. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so that, that was just a little little uh, footnote for the for the listeners because that Spoiler made alert, me I laugh. Was going, that made I was me going. laugh. We, sometimes we write each Maddie. other notes like I'll write like yeah, if we we're do. gonna talk about baseball I'll write like Charlotte pop off or she'll write like yeah. oh Maddie's about to pop off here when we're talking about the Steelers or like if something bad happens like ooh Maddie I'm so sorry oh <laughs> yeah like R.I.P. Yeah. yeah essentially maybe maybe that's a cute thing we can do like because I don't do these I don't write those notes intending for anybody but Maddie to see them and honestly <laughs> Maddie doesn't even need to read them like I'm just referring to that Maddie can just glaze it over usually that's well what I didn't do. even see it until right now <laughs> Because well, I didn't even like I wrote some stuff underneath it, but that's that's just funny. Anyway, all right, let's, Charlotte, let's I'll let you. I'll let you go. I'll let you go. See, this is why we have the outline because we get on tangents. <laughs> Charlotte, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. All right. My question, and now if you're listening at home, you're a baseball fan. What do you like to see? Do you like to see deep home runs? Do you like to see that 395 footer? Ooh, let's put this on a pole. Ooh, I, I would be interested to know because do you love the home runs, the the deep whatevers, or do you love the no hitters? Because I love to see, and we spoke about this in the beginning of baseball season, right when spring training was beginning. Everybody wants to see these home runs. The home run derby is a huge ordeal every year. We want to see these whole these massive home runs, but. I honestly really like no hitters and I really like pitchers duels and I, I love everything that that's about. And we're seeing so many of them already this season. Okay. So I cannot explain to you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I can't explain it to you, but the adrenaline rush I feel whenever the ESPN app gives me a notification and it goes, no hitter watch. I'm like, ele- this yes. is electric. I can't okay. wait. Okay, so I, yeah, like if I'm not by a TV, I go on that ESPN app and I watch little animated baseballs and I'm watching yes. it. And I'm yes. on the edge of my yeah, seat. Bad. Literally, I'm on the edge of my seat because I feel the pressure. I've never pitched mm-hmm. a baseball game in my life. I feel yep. the pressure because I cannot imagine that all being on your shoulders. All right, so there was, so, okay, just let me, this is, because I can explain maybe I maybe I can explain the adrenaline rush. So, you know, I am ready to go to bed. I think I had was just actually talking to Charlotte and we said oh, like good night, talk to you tomorrow, and I get the notification on my phone no hitter watch. I'm like, "Oh shit, I can't go to bed now." So, I go on the ESPN app and I'm texting my dad feverishly because <laughs> this was this was the the Cleveland Indians versus the Cincinnati Reds. So, 
Wade Miley was in the midst, mm-hmm. seven innings mm-hmm. pitched, not a hit to be given. So I was I was on the edge of my seat there, and then we see it happen. We just it, it unfolds on the little animated baseball. I'm watching <laughs> it on the app, and and he gets, scene, he gets he gets yeah right. <laughs> he gets he gets the no hitter, and that was exciting. And then my ESPN app goes off again, and then it says no hitter watch in Oakland, seven innings. It's like no hurricane hits. season. It's right, like a hurricane. Right. And then and then unfortunately that that no hitter was broken up in the eighth inning. There was a double that one of the Rays players hit. So that and I was bummed too. I was like, come on, just take one for the team, dude. Take one for the other team. I just want to see the no hitter. Like I literally was mad at the Rays player for getting a hit. I take get one it. for oh, the other it. team and just just forget about it. Cause I want to see this. But I completely get it. But that's that's the excitement. I mean, I think. I think any level of fan, you just, you want to see that because can you imagine the pressure that they're under on the mound when it gets to that, like even the sixth inning, you're probably, the sweat is happening. And actually fun little anecdote, Wade Miley, the pitcher who got the no hitter for the Cincinnati Reds, he credits his no hitter performance to a temporary tattoo of the Incredible Hulk that his son gave him on his forearm. So that I probably made his son permanently tatted on him. Oh, he should. So special. And I mean, no hitters are something that pitchers dream of. I mean, mm-hmm. these kids are in high school and they're hoping to do it. But to to pitch a no hitter in the major league in the major leagues is so impressive. It's something that not every pitcher is going to get in their, in their whole career. So it's, it's definitely a special moment. And I think all eyes are on that person. I don't care what team you root for. I think you just root for that pitcher at that moment. Yeah. And I think that when it comes down to it too, you can't have these pitchers in for more than, I mean, it's impressive to me if they pitch more than four innings to pitch the whole freaking game. I know what it's like to be a pitcher. In sixth grade, my dad put me in as pitcher. He put me on the mound. And I, it was just run after run after run. It was like I was getting dizzy watching the runners go around the bases. I understand how difficult it is at the sixth grade level to be a pitcher. <laughs> but at the, sixth at, grade level. At, the, at the professional <laughs> level, I can't even imagine. And these guys, it's like a lot on your shoulders and your elbows. It's a lot. I'm just dumbfounded. Right, I think COVID arm is bad. I just can't even imagine these major league players going (laughs) for the nine innings. The vaccine arm. The vaccine arm. Oh my God, could you imagine? Woo, that would be impressive, honestly. But you know what? I really admire when it's a no-hitter. I love those games. And I, I love seeing home runs. We all love them. But like, let's save it. Let's save it for when bases are loaded, or at least if we have one runner on a base. (laughs) Like, let's can we get home runs then, Yankees, please? But um, pitchers duels, no hitters, the whole thing. I love it. Those are always the most exciting games. Might be a little slow at first. Might be a little boring if you're not um, a seasoned fan. (laughs) But the end of it is just so electric, and it's like, what's gonna happen? Is it gonna be a walk off? We're going to extra innings. We're getting some free baseball. It's it's the best. I love it. And I'm so excited to see more no-hitters. You guys should get the the no-hitter watch because I don't even have that notification <laughs> on my phone. And I'm like, well, shit, now I want it. The ESPN app. 
I have the MLB app, but I have it favorited on the Yankees. So I get like their notifications oh, and then okay, I can go okay. in and check like other teams, stuff like that. Cause I, I'm interested in like the MLB, <laughs> but primarily the Yankees. So I, I like to, get I think, I think if we do, uh, I think I have an idea if, if anyone wants to listen to this episode again and you want a fun drinking game, every time Charlotte says Boston, or the Yankees, <laughs> or free baseball, drink. Every time Maddie says Pittsburgh, or COVID vaccine, drink. <laughs> oh my god, the freaking COVID vaccine. I drink every time I say freaking. I'll say it again, freaking. Okay. Well, we're already through the episode, so you probably saved yourself some alcohol poisoning. <laughs> if you just are starting now. But... <laughs> All right. Well, I'm excited to watch the Red Sox go down to number two in the AL East and watch the Yankees just progress tremendously this season. Um, let's see what happens. For Memorial Day weekend, I'm going to visit my friend Kelly. Shout out. In um, She lives in Baltimore, but we're going to go to D.C., so I'm, I'm hoping to go to a Nationals game during that weekend. I think they're home. I, th- I think they are. I don't remember. Who- oh, maybe they're playing the White Sox or something like I don't know. Something. Also, if you're listening and would like to tell me what your favorite ballpark you've ever been to is, I would love to hear because I want to hit all of them. PNC Park. Well, that was the obvious answer. <laughs> <laughs> that was the obvious Maddie answer. All right. If you've made it this far, your reward is I have cam- come up with a cute little podcast game. It is called the podcast name game. Wait, so, just as a quick side note, I know nothing about this game. I've never played <laughs> it. I don't know the rules. I know nothing. This is all Charlotte, and she's been talking about this mysterious game for weeks now, and we're finally playing it. So <laughs> I am learning along. As Charlotte talks, I am hearing the same thing you're hearing for the first time. So just press. So feel free to play along at home, play in your head, scream out your answers, whatever. Maybe I'll hear you. The name of the game is podcast name game. And I came up with this honestly in a daze so if it's too easy if it's too hard I don't care whatever I think it'll be fun you know those names Maddie that are just so football or they're just so hockey you're like that's a baseball player that's a hockey player name you know what I mean okay yeah it's like they were almost born to play that sport right well let's play this game I'm gonna give you the name of a famous athlete from many many years before we were even born before we were even an idea. And you have to tell me if they were a football player, if they were a baseball player, or if they were a hockey player, but here's the kicker. They might not even be an athlete at all. They might just have one of those names. And the bonus, <sighs> tell me tell me what team they played for. You could tell me the year or the era, but I don't even need to go that far. Cause okay, okay I'm nervous now. Should I take a shot? Well, originally I made this as a drinking game. If you answer correctly, you're safe. If you answer incorrectly, you have to take a shot or you have to take a drink. But you don't, you could play along at home if you want to. We can also, this is one of those games where I can continuously add and we can check back in with Maddie and test her knowledge of names. Okay, okay. All right. So for now, we're going to do this sober, just a little out of it. I've been sitting under this blanket yeah, you know for what? almost an hour now. <laughs> first, first game, let's, let's test it out. Maybe it's a flop. I don't know. All right. Now we're going to take it. I have nine names, okay? Oh, gosh. Nine names. Because for some (laughs) reason, I just gave up on ten. Don't remember. I did this so long ago. She's been wanting to take for a long time. We've been talking about this for a while. All right. Let's dive right into the game, Maddie. We'll start it off with 
number one, Lou Gehrig. Is he, was he a baseball player, a football player, a hockey player, or perhaps was he not a player of any sort? All right, he has a baseball name. It's baseball. Yeah, Lou Gehrig, that's an easy, that's a giveaway. Who'd he play for? Do we know? It's the New York Yankees. That's a giveaway. I'll <laughs> of course you would start with a In Yankees the 20s. Player. I mean, it would be off-brand for me not to. Let's go. Number two. The name is Buster Keaton. Buster Baseball. Keaton. Baseball. Ooh, see, I tricked you. That's an actor from the 20s. Shit. So in this situation, you would have to take a shot and – Am I proving my point that some names are just That's a so baseball, baseball name. That's a baseball name. I get it. I do. I mean, I know the answers because I wrote them, but that's a baseball name, That's a name, baseball right? name. Yeah, Buster Keaton. Buster and I Keaton. Oh, my God. That's embarrassing. I knew that name. I was – oh, my gosh. I was it a sounds film familiar, major. that name. Like, that was oh – that's God, an, I've totally seen was. Buster Keaton films. I was just thinking – like, in my head, I was, like, picturing, like, a black and white movie. But I was like, yeah, he was probably a baseball player and, like, maybe also an actor. Like, I don't know. I just – it went so fast. <laughs> I was just like, baseball, yeah. Well, this game is tricky. Fun. Right? Okay, let's go to the next one. Maybe we'll, like, wind it back a bit. Let's go number I forgot three. that was Wayne. even an option that it couldn't have been an athlete. That's the trick. That's the trick. Number three, Wayne Gretzky. Hockey. 99, easy. the legend. That easy. one's easy. That boom, one's boom, easy. Boom, boom, Yes, okay. And yeah, Moving he does on. have a hockey name too. You're right. Wow. Okay. Keep, keep Wayne going. Gretzky, hockey name. Or is it a hockey name because he is a hockey great? Maybe. I don't know. Keep going. Okay, next one. I'm Number still four. mad about the Buster Keaton one. I shouldn't. I know that he's an actor. I don't know. He has a baseball name, though. I want to continue to trip you up in in games. Oh gosh, in future now games. I'm scared. Go ahead. Oh my god, you totally quiz me, honestly, because I will get everyone wrong. But let's do it when we're when we're pre gaming or something. <laughs> okay. Okay. When you come. Um, to all right. Ooh. Um. All right. Number four. Earl Curly Lambo. Football. Football, yes. Can we name the team? That's a bonus. Don't have to. Nothing. The Packers? Yes. Green Bay. Lambeau Field, bro. Lambeau Field. There you go. <laughs> it was right in the answer. Okay, moving on. Number five. The curly part five. threw me off, though. Not going to lie. Yes. See, that was the nickname in the, the, the middle thing. You know how they do like a nickname yeah. in the middle? I kept it in because I felt like, mm. But he's kind of got – a football name too, right? Well, Lambeau Field though. Is it a football exactly. name because it's Lambeau? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Keep going. All right, we'll let we'll let you listeners be the judge. All right, number five, Martin Brodeur. Martin Brodeur. Okay, he's definitely an athlete. This isn't like yes. an extra, but uh, Martin Brodeur. I can feel. I want to say hockey. Yes, you should, because he played for the Devils in the 90s and the 2000s, one of the greatest goalies, goalies. right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. He's, I have his jersey he's, in my closet. scored three goals? Oh, something like that. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay, yes, yes, I knew that. Thank you. I was actually looking up the other day because I wanted to see how many goalies have scored because I think it's really cool when goalies score. Mm-hmm. It's so rare. But, yeah, he's scored multiple times, I think like two or three times, which is crazy for a goalie. Thank you. I'm so glad I went with my gut. In this context, like I know these players, but in this context, it's a hard. It's hard. It's scary. The pressure's on. Go yeah. ahead. I get it. But I'm I'm getting them right. The only one I got wrong was Buster Keaton, and he's not even an athlete. That was a trick, though. That was supposed to trip you up. Okay. Okay. All right. Keep... Number six, Dick Butkus. 
Football. Yes. Do we know the team? What team? Chicago Bears. The Bears in the 60s. Yes. Okay. Number seven, Maddie. Wade Boggs. Baseball. Baseball. Do we know the team? No. Is it the Yankees? The Sox. Oh, I thought she was going to go Yankees again on me. <laughs> Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. He's a great. He he played in the 80s. All right. Number eight, Howie Long. I'm getting Howie tripped Long, up now because I'm trying it's to. It's tricky. Because this one like, doesn't sound like the sport. No, it doesn't or sound like the does. sport. I, I, like, I, I, the name, based on the name alone, like, okay, since we're playing the podcast name game, I'm going to go with what the name sounds like. And in this case, I feel like he sounds like he's probably like an actor or something. Okay, he's not an actor. He played for the Raiders. <sighs> okay, football, Raiders. football was going to be my – I should have gone with my gut there. I, I just went with the name. Well, and- maybe we learn. That we should go with our guts, although we're not in Howie school anymore, Long. so we don't need to take tests. How is Long? hard. Okay, yeah, football, hard. football. That, that would have been my second choice. Football. football. I have one more. Let's round it out. One more for you listening at home. This is a really hard one, Maddie, all right? So I don't know if you're going to be able to get this one. This one's a tricky one, all right? Number nine, Christian Larea. Baseball. <laughs> No, Maddie. He's our only LRL supporter. Oh my god! What? <laughs> See, the Do thing you know? is, I, just, I, I said baseball. No, because I was like, I know that Charlotte has said this name before, so it must be a baseball quite, name. Well, and also, this was like tricky a baseball name. It does. It does. He. We always refer to him as just Christian or just Lariah. Christian, I'm so sorry. You're you're my favorite (laughs) listener. I'm sorry. But honestly, take it as a compliment because you have a baseball name. Well, also, Maddie was so in the zone. I wish you could have seen her. I I was was 100% certain on that answer. (laughs) I was 100% certain. She went with her guys. (laughs) (laughs) She told me. I don't know what to believe in. So what? Was I six? What is I six for... You know, didn't keep track, but you did really well. I think I got well. six right. I think I got six right because I missed. You did really well. Yeah. So next next time, <laughs> maybe when Maddie and I are together in a couple weeks, I'm gonna. I need to we do will it play to Charlotte because that really just. No, I will do so bad. My confidence just got knocked down like a couple of notches. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I, well, I really you know what, was, was confident going into it. It was a struggle making it hard enough that it would be a fun, challenging game, but also not, like, impossible. Like, there are athletes, baseball players, football players, you name it, from, like, the 1915 who I've never heard of. You know what I mean? Like, why would I ever know that? Right, that was Even the biggest fan of the That was fun, though, Charlotte. I liked it. I liked it. That's a fun game. I enjoy it. Guys, we have some big things coming for you. I'm excited. I'm excited. Look at check out our social media content because we're working on it. I promise. We're not we're not the best at social mm-hmm. media. I wouldn't I wouldn't consider that my my number one skill. I would consider it a skill. Cons- maybe, maybe. I mean, we mm-hmm. have ideas. Absolutely. We have ideas in the pipeline. We're working on it, guys. We want to get you the content you deserve. Mm-hmm. And we will deliver. And in the coming weeks, Maddie and I will be together in person. We'll get a lot done. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you three words mm-hmm. to leave you guys with. Another little Easter egg. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm ready. Baseball, park, bracket. 
also we have some guests coming in down the stretch here. Ooh, very exciting, exciting, exciting guests coming some up. Some women in sports, some some female representation. Yes, guys, Maybe. we're excited. Thank you. If you made it this far, this is a wild roller coaster of an episode. So <laughs> I just appreciate you. I thank you. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Be sure to tune back in next week for another very exciting episode of Locker.